Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. Did an interview the other day with an amazing athlete, Ken Gua. Ken Gua, if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend it. Just an amazing, amazing person, athlete, businessman, all around amazing guy. And during the interview, you know, he's talking about a bunch of different topics, obviously related to the main thing we were talking about, which was that he has for 36 years in a row been healthy enough to qualify for and then compete in the Hawaii Ironman. And he is in his late 50s now and is still going strong. And so there were a bunch of topics, obviously, connected to everything we talk about here, ages and number, running is not bad for your knees, all of those things. But he was pretty extreme when he was younger and a professional triathlete, the amount of training he did. And now he still, as I said, competes, but he is doing so as an age grouper. Uh, his goal is to always obviously get back to the Hawaii Ironman, but one thing that he talked about that just stuck out and resonated. And, and again, there were so many. But one that I said, you know, I have to do a show about this right away is taking time off. Is taking time off. Because it is a huge function of who Ken Gua is and why he can do what he does. It's so important to talk about Breaks from exercise, whether 
chosen or not, because we read, you see, far too often, articles that say something to the effect of, if you take, fill in the blank, six weeks, eight weeks, four weeks off from exercise, it's as if you never exercised at all. And that, my friends, is complete and utter BS. It's as far as I will go to swearing, <laughs> but it, it, it's a necessary part of the title because I feel that strongly about it for this very reason. Why would you ever start? You know, I wrote about this in my new book, The Micro Workout Plan. I talk about this very topic. And I've hit on it in other podcasts, but as I've said, what I love about the way I do my podcast is I have my topics, I have my interviews lined up, but then I wait and can just run into my studio and record when I'm truly passionate about something, when something hits me, when I interview someone like Ken Glaw. And oftentimes I have that topic already written down, but now it's time. Now it's time to just flesh it out that much more. Because why would anyone bother to exercise if you took a certain amount of time off, it was as if you never started. Complete BS. Now, I'm all about studies, right? We always look at the studies when they are warranted. And we'll get multiple studies for uh, certain topics. And we'll do multiple shows. I will do multiple shows on that topic and look at more studies. Studies are flawed. Studies are flawed, which is why it's my job to look deep into this study. And not only are studies flawed, but the media pulls out, and I just did a recent show, by the way, about strength training not helping with knee pain. If you have not listened to that show, you need to, because that is the most perfect example of the media misinterpreting, misrepresenting studies and science. But science is not perfect, and there are things like who funded that research, especially nutrition. You got to look at that. You have to look at way the study um, was set up. So many different things. But it doesn't mean we don't look at it. It just means we need to look at it deeper. And then we need to do this. We need to also look at the anecdotal. And when it comes to taking time off and the effects that has on your body, I have to say that this is one of the times and topics where anecdotal is everything. Now, anecdotal is a problem when you watch certain <laughs> Netflix documentaries and there's one person who says, you know, if you eat this way, you will have the same exact results as I have. More BS. More BS. But we're going to take a look at and talk about Ken Glaw's anecdotal experience with this topic, mine, and my experience with other people as well. Because this is a topic that is really hard to study and research as far as studies go. Enough. Quick break. When we come back, just going to jump right into it. And this is yet another show, by the way. Really great news for you. Quick break. We will be right back. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So topic of this show, the title I gave to it, Muscle Memory and the BS about taking time off. Why would you bother starting a fitness program if you busted your butt for weeks on end, months on end, years on end, and God forbid you took a couple weeks off, it's over. It's as if you never started. Like, complete garbage. I'm living proof of that. Ken Gua is living proof of that. And you go, well, that's just two people and genetics. Yeah, but no. We even talked about genetics with Ken Gua. Ken Gua, you know, I talk about how I have five brothers, six boys, great study research right there on genetics. And Ken Gua is the 12th of 13 kids. And he talked about how offended he gets 
when people say he can do 36 Ironmans in a row every year because of his genetics. He's like, yeah, no. I've got six brothers, five sisters or whatever it is, and they are not doing what he does. Now, that doesn't mean that genetics don't play a factor. Of course they do. But depending on what we're talking about, 20%, 30%, it's not just about genetics. Let me say this too, by the way. Just because your parents live a really long time, people go, oh, you're going to live a really long time because your parents live to be in their 90s. No, 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 no. Just like genetics can help, if you don't do the right things, you don't necessarily get those benefits. And vice versa. Just because your parents had issues doesn't mean you're going to have the same issues. Epigenetics, the way you live, lifestyle factors play an enormous role going both ways. And that is great news. And I'm not just saying this. There's science behind it for another show. But my point is, when I talk about the anecdotal with myself, with Ken Glaw, we, we kind of do half, and Ken and I, we, we, we're N equals two, but if you take Ken's 12 brothers and sisters and my five, well, now we got an experiment of 19. So this is good news. But back to the studies and the way they do it. Self-reports, small studies, strength and conditioning studies, yeah, we're always going to look at them and pull out what we can. But there are so many factors involved with exercise studies that are problematic. Then you take that to exercise studies about taking time off. If you gave me a study and you had 50 people who exercised and then took six weeks off and then you train, you know, you, you measured strength, you measured cardiovascular function, different ways of doing that. And then you, you know, again, tested them before and after taking time off. What did they do up until that point? Did they work out? For 10 years? For three years? What did they do during that time? Suffice it to say, in my opinion and experience, this is one of the most challenging studies to do when it comes to strength and conditioning and the benefits and the effects. Because what did those people do before? How long did they do it? You go, it doesn't matter. We, we do the test before, we do the test after. Yeah, but no. Yeah, but no. So now back to the anecdotal. Back to Ken Glaw. Ken Glaw, huge training weeks, crazy training weeks when he was a pro triathlete. But he took time off. And he was one of the best in the world. But he took time off. And now he runs a business, endurance sports travel. I have traveled with him you know, to New Zealand, to China. He is literally cooking and working. One of the most uh, amazing people you'll ever meet. You travel with him. He does all the, you know, the flights and hotels. You want to go do Ironman New Zealand. You go through his company. He takes care of everything. Brings a bike mechanic, whole nine yards. Cooks for you. Has people obviously helping him as well, but not many. And then he races. But my point is, he is on the road like 200 days a year. And he only trains a couple weeks, a couple weeks to do an Ironman and does really well. Yes, he was a pro. 
He's now in his 50s, though. My point is, he took time off when he was a pro. He takes, has to, has no choice, a ridiculous amount of time off now. But it works, people. Because what? He put the time in. You never lose that. That is the theme of this show. The work you do, contrary, completely contradictory to all of those articles you read that just depress you to no end if you take it at face value, which don't even go near that because it's not true. I am also incredible living proof of that as well. You benefit from every single workout you do in so many ways, mentally, so many ways. But you are doing things like building capillary density, more mitochondria, things you can't see, you can't measure directly. And the work you do, all that hard work you put in, pays off. And it pays off in such an incredible way. And yes, I'm going to keep using Ken Glaw as an example because it's the extremes that are the best examples, period, people. So if you're saying, well, again, I'm not doing that, of course you're not doing that much, nor will 99.9% of people. But the results still hold true. You're also not trying to do an Ironman every year, do the Hawaii Ironman every year. But you get the benefit for a lifetime. Now, let me just break it down into two ways. You go, what are we talking about here? When we talk about when you take time off from exercise, it's as if you never started again. So what are they talking about? A good article will break it down into strength and cardiovascular, right? So we're talking cardiovascular and we're talking strength. So some of you are power lifters, uh, squatters, bench press, more into that side. Others are the endurance athletes, maybe more the cardiovascular. Maybe you still race or, or did race. So you're talking about, can I go as fast? Can I go as far? And then for strength, again, you're saying, can I lift as much? Can I do what I did before? Now, of course, as we age, things change. Of course, I did the show recently. Ways my workouts have changed after turning 50. So, really simply put, when it comes to cardio and when it comes to strength, my experience, research shows, cardio takes longer to get back. Makes sense, right? And many of you, most of you have experienced this already. Because no one is perfect. Everyone takes time off. You have to. It's called an off-season for a reason. I did that show. You know, I joked with Ken about the no days off t-shirt, the no days off meme. Yeah. If you take no days off uh, for a short amount of time, uh, you're going to take a lot of days off in the future. Not by your choice. Because you're burnt out, you're injured, you're overtrained. Exercise is one thing in life, people, that It's not about doing a crazy amount all the time. It's about balance. It's about excessive moderation. It's about rest. You know, 
recovery tools are all over the place now. And I just had some media reach out to me and say, what are your favorite recovery tools? I don't really have them. I know that sounds crazy. My favorite recovery tools are sleep and post-workout nutrition and rest. Yeah, I've got foam rollers. I've got certain products like that. I don't have the ones you're thinking about, and I'm not throwing out the names because, you know, <laughs> we have sponsors, and I, and, and I don't use them. Now, that doesn't mean you can't. I've done shows on them, of course. Makes you feel better, awesome. Makes you want to work out more, awesome. There's reason for that. If it doesn't hurt you, awesome. Many are super expensive, not awesome, in my opinion. I'd rather you spend it on a coach or nutrition. Rest is important. So cardiovascular fitness takes longer. You know, when I take time off from racing and I put on a couple pounds, that's the challenge is going back out for a run and seeing how slow I am. And it's minutes per mile slower. Minutes per mile. So my experience and my advice with that is you, you leave the watch at home if you're someone that's into that kind of stuff. You give that time. But it comes back. It comes back. Takes longer than the strength, in my experience, and the research shows. Generally speaking, you're, you know, doing sets of 25 push-ups for a long time. You take time off. You come back. Suddenly, 10 is challenging. But that curve is pretty quick. Suddenly, you're back to doing 25. Again, a lot has to do with your age and your training status, but you get the point. Cardio is going to take a little longer, especially if you've gained the weight. And that's part of the, the, the change, people, is when I start to drop the weight, because I'm running more, I get faster, right? So, yes, it's a, it's a function of getting that fitness back and losing some weight as well. But when you take time off, and if you're someone who is, you know, measuring with metrics, your cardiovascular numbers, got to give that time, but it will come back. I don't care how long you took time off. It will come back. You got to give it time. Strength, different. If you're max benching, doing things like that, you know, just doing a typical workout, you take time off. Yeah. You're not coming right back to that, but that comes back quicker. And let me give you my anecdotal about that. And yes, it's anecdotal. But I literally have had people, and it's a huge compliment, and yes, I'm N equals one, and this is just giving you this information because it's, you know, this is what I do. I, I'm pretty good experiment of one. Because I've done this for a really long time, push-ups since I was in my teens, when I take time off, and, and when I'm training for an endurance race, by the way, I stop, for the most part, doing the upper body stuff because I want to lose weight. I don't want to carry around that much muscle. So the push-ups generally stop. I'm doing more core stuff, strength specific to triathlons and running. So I lose that muscle. I lose a lot of it up top. Within weeks, I get the vast majority of it back. And I put it back on. Literally, it looks like I'm blowing back up. I've had people say, you know, accuse me of, of doing illegal things. The illegal thing I did was be consistent for a really long time. And yes, you are all going to get the same benefits when you put the work in. The more work you do for a longer amount of time, the quicker you get those results back. Ken Glaw is an example, extreme, but yes, an example. I am as well. And so many of my friends and clients over the years are also. 
you know, uh, when I was training clients and I would have people going away on vacation and they'd say, give me a plan. Now, if they were super consistent with me and they're like, oh, first they'd want to do the same plan while they're away, like write down what we were doing so I can do it when I'm away. I'd say, no, I don't want you doing the same thing. And for certain clients who had been really training hard and consistent, I'd say, I don't want you doing anything. I want you to do fun stuff. I want you to swim. I want you to go for walks with your family. I want you to go for bike rides. But I want you to mix it up and I want you to take time off. So vacation is a great time to change it up and to rest. If you're someone who's been consistent and you will not lose it. The people, oh my gosh, I'm taking a week. You come back stronger. Now, let me give you a different type of example. When I would coach people for Ironmans, for marathons, for any race, quite often if those people trained hard, they'd have an issue. And usually, you know, three, four weeks before race. They go, oh, this hurts, that hurts, and sometimes bad. And there are times, certain races, certain people, depending on what their issue was, you go, you can't do anything. I don't want you doing anything or or cutting back so uh, significantly. And they would freak out. They're like, oh, I put months in. And I go, it's, it's going to be okay. And without fail, the vast majority of the time, those people have incredible outcomes from their race. And many of you who are listening who are marathoners, half marathoners, whatever, you've experienced that as well. Because it forces you to do what? Taper. To, to pull back right before. Taper is where you decrease your volume intensity you know, one, two, three, four weeks leading up to an event. But my point is when people are forced by injury or, you know, little pains, the benefit is huge because far too often people train too hard for too long and then they try to cram stuff in right before an event and it doesn't work. So yet another example of rest benefiting and and the performance not diminishing decreasing it increases i'll give you a final example for me and i know you're, uh, i do these races for many reasons and one is to learn and to be able to give you my experience and what you learn from them I, you know i was talking with one of my sons we went for uh he was biking and i was running next to him the other day and we're talking about my books and how many mistakes i made along the way and how i write the books and put those in there and he said so dad you're basically you know Showing people all the mistakes you made and how you suffered so they don't have to. And I said, exactly. Learn from me. I'm the one pushing, you know, so many of you have no desire to do these things. Anyway, doing the Hawaii Ironman training and six weeks before the race, six, yeah, about, no, even more. I think it was eight weeks before the race. Bizarre injury. And if you've listened to my shows, you know I'm, never injured from training or anything like that. You know, I get aches and pains. I deal with them right away. But paddleboard, getting on it, wave comes in, hits the board, board hits my knee, bad. Had to go to the hospital. Gave me a crutch. <laughs> no painkillers, by the way. For me to go to the hospital, it's, it's bad. Long story short, I got to do the Hawaii Ironman. I did not run until I got out on the course for the Hawaii Ironman. I biked. I could swim. There was... It was not going to happen. Running was not going to happen. So my point is, just like Ken Glaw, although I shouldn't put myself in his category, the guy is 
just amazing. But I could use the training I had to get me through the race. Now, I did not go super fast, of course. That was not my goal to begin with, though, for that race, was to finish, enjoy it, have a great time. But all the training I had done up till then was still there. And I did not know. And I've had many different experiences like this, but that was a unique one in and of itself till I started that run. And I said to my kids, by the way, if there's really bad knee pain, I will walk off that course. I've never DNF'd a race in my life. That was a worry for me, that race, but I'm never going to do anything that's going to hurt me long term. Didn't have to. Again, didn't go super fast. Enjoyed the heck out of it. So all of that work I'd done up until that point, even taking all that time off, not running, you just don't, you don't do that for an event like that. But you benefit from all the work you did before that. That is everything. All right. One final break. And when we come back, we're going to pull it all together. Quick break. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So what is this all about? This should be great news to you on so many levels. And yes, I'm using the extreme examples, but they are there for a reason. I would argue that Ken Glaw, myself, and my experience with clients and friends, that's the best research into this topic for the reasons I outlined at the start. But your takeaway are these things. No matter how much time you take off, you do not lose everything. You do not not benefit from all those workouts you did before. Every single exercise bout you have, I don't care if it's a minute or an hour or four hours for, you know, you people who are <laughs> in need of a bigger hit of, uh, you know, uh, feel-good hormones, whatever. Every workout matters. Rest is important. You will take time off. You don't beat yourself up mentally. And you sure as heck don't think, why bother starting? Because if I stop, when I stop, not if, because everyone will, and, and by choice as well as not, that you'll lose everything because it's not true. And the more work you do and the more consistent you are, this is really important. Not only can you do less, you should do less as you get older. That is the huge payoff. You don't hear that. Because the people who are talking about it didn't do it. That's why I have people like Ken Glaw on. He does less now because he did a ridiculous amount when he was younger. But his goals were different. In other words, he was, you know, for those of you one final time who are saying it doesn't apply to you. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. He was talking about like eating 10,000 calories a day like Michael Phelps. Well, he was biking like 160 miles. But that doesn't mean those, those topics don't apply to you, those concepts. You're exercising less, you're eating less, same things hold true. He didn't and doesn't follow some crazy diet plan. He eats 80-20 essentially. He talked about his protein shakes, his huge shakes he would have after a huge workout. It was fruit and all that kind of stuff. And then he would throw some ice cream and some other things in because he needed more calories. But this show is great news. Be smart about your workouts. Be consistent about your workouts. But no, just like with exercise and nutrition, there's a tipping point for both. So for those of you who are, you know, just starting out or frustrated and go, it's never going to be fun. I'm never going to enjoy it. I'm never going to figure it out. Not true. Keep listening to the show. Keep applying the principles that work for you that resonate with you, give it time. But know that hard work always pays off and never more so than with exercise. And don't ever let someone tell you that because you took time off or if you take time off, all that work you did was for nothing. Those are just jealous people who don't understand the science. All right? Good enough. Good enough. I love these topics because they are hopeful, <laughs> they're positive, and they're true, and you don't hear them enough, because 
leave you one final thing. One major writer. Oh, just raise my heart to think about it. The people who are writing those articles, suffice it to say, they haven't lived it. And they oftentimes want to feel good. They need an excuse. There, I said it. They didn't do the work. They're cherry picking data because they want to feel better about themselves on not doing the work and not putting in the time and not seeing the results. Google Ken Glah, G-L-A-H. Look at how he looks. One of the happiest, healthiest people you'll ever meet. Did a crazy amount of training, rested during that, would go hard, would go easy. As he got older, he can do an insane amount less, but still enjoy what he loves to do. Injury-free. Okay, there you go. Questions, comments, let me know. Just did listener mailbag show number seven. It was like 11, 12, some, a lot of great questions. So reach out. Tom H. Fit is Twitter and Instagram. Tom H. Fit. Questions, comments, and hey, interviews. If you have people, you go, this, this is someone I want to hear more from, let me know. Also, fitnessdisrupted.com. You can email me through there. Brand new website. I am opening my virtual gym, which is all my content from 30 plus years, soft open, but exercises, videos, 90 day plans, so much content there, forum. You can ask me questions there as well. Really cool, really excited. So that is TomHollandFitness.com. And yes, the micro workout plan is my most recent book. Thank you for listening. I love what I do and I am super passionate about it. And I will only bring you the best information so that you can live your best life. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.